0: you're listening to subconscious mind mastery podcast number 31 hi welcome back if you've joined us before if this is your first time thanks for stopping in my name is thomas miller and i am really excited today it has been a great week mostly a great week of launching some wonderful material that is food for the soul and i'm especially excited about it because one of them is mine Today, I'm going to tell you about the new audio book that came out this week on Audible and on iTunes, and I have to tell you the really cool thing is that this project was born out of intuition, because one day, one morning, or no, it was in the afternoon, I was getting ready to go on a bicycle ride, and I, I was running late, and I had a stop you in your tracks intuitive thought that said, email Frederick Dodson." about doing his books on audio. Well, it set me behind. I was late on my bike ride, but I went over to the email to the keyboard and I pounded out just a really quick email, got in touch with Fred. He answered the next day. And you know when you see these email responses that say, funny, you should contact me now because... And Fred had a certain situation that had happened with his audio book projects and it just fit that hand in glove that i was able to step in and record the book called the reality creation technique and this week it was released on audible and itunes i have a link on the website at subconsciousmindmastery.com there are actually a couple there's a link within the post of podcast number 31 And there's a link right at the top of the website. Now, here's the even really more cool situation is that the price is like, you know, you're going to get out of Audible cheaper than you're going to get out of Starbucks. So do you know how Audible works? It's an audiobook marketplace, obviously, and you can become a member and you can buy credits, which are basically equal to one audiobook. And if you buy a lot of credits, the audiobook price comes down to about $9.50 or $10.00. Here's the deal. If you're an Audible member, you would not want to use a credit because the price is cheaper than your credit price. So if you're an Audible member, the price is $4.80 something cents. It's like less than $5. And if you're not an Audible member, that's okay. You can you can check out. I believe you can actually use an Amazon checkout if you have an Amazon account. And it's like 6.95. Now, here's something else really cool about the book is it's only two and a half hours. So three sections compressed into two and a half hours that will transform the way that you look at manifesting or attracting things into your life. Part one, Fred goes through a technique where you state an intention and by stating the intention, you attract or you create a counter intention. Remember the law of polarity. For everything, there is an opposite. So when you say, I, as one of the examples in the book, I want to make $15,000 a month with ease, you will come up with counterintentions. You can't do that. You can't make that much money with ease. You might make that much money, but it will be difficult. Nobody makes that much money in your position. So you'll come up with all kinds of counter intentions or basically the opposite of your intention or an argument against your intention. Part one of the book is how to counteract those or how to disappear them so they become basically non-existent. So then you're able to state your intention, put it out there, let your mind be at rest, and hear nothing back. And when you get to that point, then your intention is set and ready to manifest. Which really is just working and dealing with resistance. A couple of podcasts ago, we talked so much about resistance, and this is a great way to collapse resistance. You let it be there. You don't resist the resistance. You don't fight against it. You let it be there, and you just work with disappearing it. He gives you several technologies of how to dissolve the resistance or the (laughs) counterintention. He shifts gears for part two, and instead of talking about the conscious mind where we are creating an intention, where we're doing something deliberate, part two is about being in the realm of divine or spiritual manifestation, where we let the spirit, we let the universe, we let God manifest on our behalf. And then in part three, he has some little vignette stories, personal examples that happened to him that are very encouraging about different things that manifest in his life. And I'll tell you my favorite. I think it's the second or third one is about the lady that he met on the train. And I'll just let you get the audio book and you can listen and hear the rest of the story on that one. But that was my favorite. And the other stories are also really, really cool. Fred has been working with manifestation and energy and creation techniques for over 15 years now. He is having a live seminar in New York City in October on this topic, the reality creation technique. And information on that is available on his website at realitycreation.org. Now, there was another really big launch this week, and if you're on the mailing list, you may have seen it. It was from Hay House, and it's a new author that they are bringing to market. His name is Noah St. John. The book is called Afformations, but it's not spelled... The way you normally would think of spelling affirmations, this is affor, A-F-F-O-R, M-A-T-I-O-N-S. And the concept that Noah St. John created, and he's created a whole branded work around affirmations, is by simply addressing the issue of why would you create a statement that your subconscious mind does not believe? So we create an affirmation that says, I am wealthy beyond all means. But your subconscious mind comes along and says, "Uh, ding dong, it's the 20th of the month and you can't balance your checkbook. And there's the war between our conscious and subconscious mind. Remember, your subconscious mind is only impressed upon. Your conscious mind is the filter. So Noah St. John confronted the issue some number of years ago. Of why do we not believe, or basically he was exploring, why do we, you know, why am I doing all this work? Why am I doing all this self-help, new thought work, and it doesn't work? Or at least not consistently. Maybe it's sporadic. Or sometimes you'll say, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich, I'm rich, and all you get back is, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. It's Fred Dodson's counterintentions. So what Noah St. John came up with, and it's ironic because his whole story is based on taking a shower one morning, and you know what I've said about that? I think I think the universe talks to us a lot in the shower. I have no idea why. Maybe it's because you're just standing there bare between you and and spirit, but it's uh it, it's often a time that you hear a lot of people are inspired by things in the shower. And he realized that if he would ask questions instead of make statements, then it would set his subconscious mind seeking the solution. So affirmations are really why questions about the topic that you're interested in. Why do I have so much money flowing into my life right now? Why am I so abundantly blessed? In my case, the one that I've been asking a lot lately, why did I get to Seattle so fast? Why do I love living in this beautiful, cool climate? Why am I in such spectacular health? Why do I weigh my ideal weight? Why are so many opportunities coming my way every day? Why am I so blessed and loved? Why do others adore being around me? You get the idea. Now, he not only sets it up and explains the whole thought process and logic and reasoning and methodology behind why to ask these questions, But then also about the second half of the book is over 400 different questions. Why questions? Afformation questions that you can ask. So me being a little bit skeptical around the edges, started to play with this. And the first day, I started using just an affirmation that I knew would show up quickly, presuming it worked, and something that would just be fun and playful to experiment with. So... My first affirmation, affirmation was, why does my white jeep turn these traffic lights green? Or why does my jeep approaching these intersections turn these lights green? <laughs> you know me and my little thing about waiting in traffic, right? Well, don't laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the first day driving out didn't happen in the first intersection or the second, but by in driving around a little bit by Crikey, just go out and try it for yourself. See what happens. Then I started playing with the one about the opportunities. Why do so many opportunities come to me every day? And on Thursday, the telephone rang about 4:30 in the afternoon. It was a doctor that I hadn't heard of for almost two years. We did a lot of collaborative work together, great friends, different paths happened over the last couple of years, and we just hadn't stayed in in touch. And he called, and we had an awesome conversation, and even mentioned about an opportunity in Seattle. And I had several other things come about this week as well, as you might imagine, that were opportunities coming my way that were just out of the blue. So in this theme of food for your soul, reality creation technique, audiobook, Thomas Miller, Frederick Dodson, and then pick up Afformations by Noah St. John and start to play with some why questions. And what it, what the whole concept is, is that it sets your subconscious mind finding the solution. So if your conscious mind can't believe, oh, I'll never figure out a way to get to Seattle, your subconscious mind will try to answer that why question. Why did I get to Seattle so fast? Well, I don't know, let's go find the answer. And if we can't find the answer, let's create one. So you can have some real fun with that. Now I've also been digesting and I just put links to these. These are in my Amazon uh, affiliate store. And if you click, if you're gonna buy these, if you wouldn't mind, buy them off of my website. It helps offset the hosting charges at least a little bit for this website. Stephen Pressfield. This is the one that I got turned on to by watching a video of Marie Forleo's, and I've been—I finished reading his book called *Do the Work*. And I just started reading Turning Pro. And again, these two are wonderful because they're only just, it takes you like two hours to read them. So it's like reading Fred Dodson's Reality Creation Technique where it just doesn't take you a long time to get through it. And then after that, I'm going to read really what his first book was. I'm kind of doing this backwards, but his first book was called The War of Art. And it's about creative people, people who have an idea that they want to spawn, people that they have some a project or something creative that they want to birth and bring to life, following that through and dealing with the resistance that is going to come up inevitably. So see it all ties back. it ties back to Fred Dodson's work and in a way it parlays what Noah Saint. John talks about. and it's stuff that we've talked about here and isn't it interesting how this all you know there's nothing new under the sun like Ecclesiastes says in the Bible some three or 4,000 years ago. But, you know, this is how the universe works. And when we learn to work within the universe instead of trying to press against it, resistance is our biggest enemy. I'm telling you guys, we've talked about this in the last couple of podcasts, measure your resistance because it is the cancer of the soul. The resistance is the thing that keeps the universe from blessing us. It's the thing that keeps our heart closed off. And it keeps so many things from coming into our life that are just standing right there, right at the door, just ready to manifest, ready to step into our lives, ready to unfold in front of us. And we're so closed off and we have so much resistance built up. And we have so much evidence because of our dysfunctional lives that were programmed back in our childhood and we have so much evidence that we've lived our life out in that programming that we close off. And that's been the biggest lesson for me this week is just recognizing and dealing with how closed my heart is. I had a nice long bike ride this morning. And the biggest message on the bike ride was, Thomas, you can't open yourself up to enlightenment. You can't open your heart to spiritual things until you open your heart to yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to forgive yourself. You have to enjoy the wonderful creation that you are first, and then you can open your heart to other things. So, look, I've told you all along, I don't claim to have all the answers. I've only got maybe a few that have worked in my life and sharing them with you. I am a co-journeyer, a co-traveler with you, and certainly sharing the things that come up in my life is a pleasure on these podcasts. But that's the one for me. It was really real and very deep today was... To love myself, to love my own life, to love the creation that I am. And then once that's opened up, then you can go out into the universe and open up to other things. Now, there's one other little piece of food, the dessert maybe, that I wanted to tell you about. And that is a movie that I saw last night. It's called The Cure Is. The Cure, C-U-R-E. This was done a lot like the movie The Secret. It had Marianne Williamson in it, Dr. Bruce Lipton. Uh, Dr. Bernie Siegel and Greg Braden, those are all people that have done a lot of work in how the subconscious mind affects, particularly, us on a cellular level. But it is really good and very well done. It's not a big theatrical production. It's mostly interviews tied together. But boy, is it ever a reminder wake-up call of how our subconscious programming directly affects our health. And it talks specifically about how we are programmed in our early childhood, generally before the age of six, and how we carry that programming out through our life. And yes, it can affect not only our relationships, our wealth, but also our health. And it can affect it positively and negatively. So diseases can actually be created and then unfolded or extracted out of that programming that was literally embedded in us as children. I have two examples of this in my own family. Uncle John lived to be 104. He died a couple of years ago. But Uncle John just had the best perspective on life. And even after suffering a stroke that withered his right hand, which he was right-handed, and that happened in his 70s, Uncle John went on to lead one of the most amazing lives, just being involved in his community, the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts of America had to create a special pin for my Uncle John because he had 75 years of service to his scout troop. And the Boy Scouts had never had anybody serve a troop that long, so they had to create a special (laughs) recognition for him. But his whole life was like that, and he just lived a beautiful life, and then As he approached 102, he just kind of slowed down and shut down and and had a very easy transition. But his longevity was created in his mind. He had that kind of mind and that kind of an approach to life. And then there's my Aunt Patty. I love my Aunt Patty. Aunt Patty is down in Florida, and my Aunt Patty has had one of the most just take life as it is attitudes I've ever seen. She and my Uncle Harold both – Uncle Harold's been gone for several years now – but she and Uncle Harold both had one of the – just the best attitudes toward life that I've ever been around. And it was so different than the one that I grew up with because they just had a kind of a case, sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. Let's just take it as it is and just didn't get worked up about anything. Now, you might think, well, that's not that big of a deal that she's 91 except for one small detail. Aunt Patty has been a smoker since her early teens, and she will die of something else besides cigarettes. I will tell you the reason for her longevity, even with a medically statistical lifestyle that would not give her that many years, it's all up in her head. She lives her life that way. So, you know, every now and then, we just need to be refreshed with some information that sets us back on course, That's the movie The Cure Is. It is a great refresher that not only what we put in our mouth, but also especially what we generate in our thoughts, and particularly the way that our subconscious mind is programmed directly affects our health. And it very thoroughly explores every element and aspect of that. And I promise you, if you pick it up and watch it, you will change a couple of things in your life right away. And they will all be changes for the best. So there's some food for your soul. Links to all of them are on my website. It's subconsciousmindmastery.com. And like I said, if you pick them up from there, they are affiliate sites. And it'll just put a couple of nickels in the coffee can sitting up on the bar. So grab one or more or all of these things and start digesting them and then just go out and have fun. And I really hope you do. And I'll see you along the way as we are together enjoying the journey. My name is Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment,